My name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. I'm Jenna. I am a cleric elf, and my name is Lix Balzator. And my name is Rico. I am the Dungeon Master for Season 3 of the campaign. You guys ready for Deborah's Diary? Who's ready for Deborah's Diary? I don't know, because I'm not ready for Deborah's Diary. Deborah, you have you have <laughs> to be ready for the <laughs> I'm diary. I'm never ready for the diary. I've been staring at my notes. Dear Diary, in our last episode, our players did the unspeakable. They split the party. <laughs> And our little, and our um, little druid, she did, was pretty predictable. Found a tavern called the Tiny Dumpling, and began to gorge out. But things evidently smelled fishy, so she turned into a wolf and ran out the back door. Lux, however, was up to her old mischief because Ari was getting on with the lecto. <laughs> and she tried to send a bard to sing to them. How sweet about that, that would have been. That was funny. However, Neith is really, you know, the one who did the most work. Although she's got to, you know, work on her trap sensing skills. But she did find out that they've got some people, a couple of paladins that'll be around that'll still help them out if they need it. So remember that. But she did find a couple of people that might have some information on what's going on in this town. And to end it all... The minstrel did not sing, but Ari and Electo still flick some gold at their service <laughs> staff from across the room. Let's find out what our adventurers do this time. And some would play. Bam, bam, bam. I approve of that diary. Good diary. All right, we're going to start Thank with you, you Neith. Ah! Because you guys are still split, we're going to be doing 15 minutes each um, for all of y'all again. And that will be the way we do this until you guys decide to bring the party back together, goddammit. <laughs> so you had last discovered that there was a heist that was going to be pulled in a couple nights of a money-changing robbery, and you had bumbled into some traps, went and got healed. Did you go back to the Rogues Guild? Yes. I'm, like, standing with the two guys. Ah, Okay. Oh, and they were discussing how yeah. much of the cut that they, they were They don't going know I'm get. there yet. No, they don't know that you're there yet. But and they were talking about what, 200 gold? 100 gold apiece. 100 gold apiece. So they're continuing their conversation regarding their cut. And you have learned 
from their musings and their talkings that two days from today, which is going to be two days before the tournament, they plan on robbing the money changer, which would not only be bad for all the people in town for the games, but be bad for the games themselves. Because if people make bets and those bets can't be paid, then there would very likely be some sort of riot in the city, which would be utter chaos. Not that the mayor would mind, as chaos is kind of her thing, but to keep the peace for the people, it's probably best to make sure that that doesn't happen. But as they're talking amongst themselves, they do say the new guild leader has an incredible plan. And when we see her again, it would not be a bad idea to solidify our places and where we're going to go and set up for the ambush slash robbery. And there are a couple of things that stand out there, the new guild leader and a her. So you now know that there is a new guild leader of the rogues guild or the, yeah, the rogues guild and that it's a woman. I picked that up the first time. That it was a woman? You said it three times. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Feel good to know. I got it. Two days from today, they're going to rob the money changer. However, they still need to meet with the new guild leader that has an incredible plan. They just don't know exactly. They don't have the details of the plan. Right. Um, when they see her, it, would it be a bad idea to, to solidify where and like the deeds? Yep. And that's basically their entire conversation. Who else do I see kind of around here? Or what There's else do I see? the desk by the front door where the person that welcomes people into the guild hall would be. Um, you see a couple other rogues throwing daggers at targeting dummies. You see a couple others practicing lockpicking and cracking safes with thieves' tools. Um, you know where the trap door is. You know where the front door is. It's just your typical rogues gallery of padfoots and professional rogues. Do these honing two their craft. guys look like they're going anywhere soon? Not anytime soon, no. Okay, I would like to go over to the desk. Sure. But I'm going to kind of keep my court, like, Eye out for the two guys in case I see them like start leaving. Okay, kind of keep an eye on them. Um, and I would like to ask the person, I like to tell the person there, I am. Um... And they jump. Oh, shoot. I upon forgot. you <laughs> speaking. And they look up and see they're you, like, Carnese. oh, wow. I did not see you come in. And they look over at the door and see the door is closed. Um, Nobody else seems to notice you, though. Just the the person at the desk. What kind of what kind of guilt hall is this? That you don't expect somebody to have come out of nowhere. Well, I normally think... the bell rings when the front door opens. I did not hear the bell. Um, I assume you came in through the trap door in the back. No, I came in through the front. Oh, and then it, they look over at the bell. And they look back at you and they say, you are pretty impressive. And I roll my eyes. <gasps> what can we help you with? I um, <clears throat> seem to have left or lost a lot of a, a few articles of clothing and, you know, my um, my pedigree and a, f and a few things. And, and I may not look 
like I'm a minor noble, but I actually am. And, and I was wondering if you would have anything that would maybe help me look like the station that I am in being a minor noble. Oh, I think I understand what you're saying. If you give me two days, we should be able to forge that patents for you that would fool even the mayor of this city. And I slide 25 gold. That's how much That's my character That's how much it costs yeah. for your persona. Yeah. And they take it and they put it in a strong lockbox. And they say, fantastic. Once the patents is drawn up, we will give you the patents. We will then give you a certificate of credit where you can go to any clothier in the city and pick up the garb that you may need. Thank you. Thank you. I, I kindly appreciate your help. No, you've actually come to the best place. We have <laughs> the best patents, forged ones that exist in the land. And then I step away from... Oh, from- before you go, what name did you want Arab. on your patents? Unreal. Your name and your family name. A- Rico has a brilliant idea that he would love to give to Deborah if oh. she'd be interested. What idea do you have? Let's see if I like it. The Halcyon name, because he was a noble. Oh. I, I would like, I like for you, um, you know, of course, be, being a minor noble, <laughs> uh, my name is um, <laughs> Shion Halzian. Oh, you're going to go with it? Oh, I'm so, yeah. I'm super excited yeah, about I'm gonna that. I'm going to go with it. Good. I didn't have Shion a last Halzian. name. Yeah, I had a first name. I didn't have Sweet. a last name. Sweet. Okay. Shion, your lordship, your ladyship. We'll see you in two days. Thank you. Thank you. And I would like to walk back over to, to the two other guys. Oh, and as you're walking away, the person says, for an extra gold, we can get you a seal and a noble ring. So my 25 gold should include everything. Oh, it does, doesn't it? It does. Okay. Like literally, well, then, it should include I mean, clothes. I mean, it should. And, yeah. The, okay. Then the, okay. So then you will get the writ for the clothier and the writ to the jewelers. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's right. I forgot 25 covered all of it. Sorry about that. Oh, you went with Halzian. Oh, that's going to go so well when you see Pain again. Well, I bet. Cause that's it's a, it's that's a, going to make for good potting. It's a perfect disguise, too, right? Yeah. Nice. Also, it's a known name. Right. We have met several paladins already with Halzian. Right. Yes. That's fucking beautiful. It'll be great. What a good fucking idea. Yeah, Shion Halzian. That's going to be a badass yes. name. Also, it sounds right. good. That's yeah, Shion Halzian. Put my character digital, but it's a waste of Oh, sorry. You were doing your own thing that I don't know about. So. Oh, okay. And I walk over to the two guys. They're still there. And I would like to walk up so that I'm like right here next behind um behind it's one of on them. Uh, I moved it. I moved I know. it. I know. <laughs> I'm talking shit because it's me. All I the know. Time. It's usually. Yeah. Um, and I like to just whisper in their ears. One hundred. I'm getting two hundred gold. Oh, go ahead and make a deck save, please. <laughs> Elbow knife. <laughs> um, do I get anything? This is why it's better if I'm not paying attention. <laughs> a 12. So plus just dexterity would make it a 16. Okay, you pass. Okay. So as you whisper that, you get this sixth sense and step Seven back. Sense. Just slightly as the gentleman's ear that you whispered into spins around 
180 degrees with a dagger that was aimed at or around your throat. His ear? She whispered into his ear. Yeah, so he and probably just ear, went like tried this. to stab her. He spun around with it's a dagger terrifying. out to try and slit her throat. And I, um, I saw his ear spin. <laughs> doesn't seem to see you. And he's now looking around, and his other friend that was with him dead is says, "What are you doing? There's nothing here." And the first rogue says, "No, there's somebody here. They just whispered in my ear. I heard them." And then the first one's looking around. The second one's just shaking his head and rubbing his temples, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I got to pull this job with this fucking idiot." <laughs> And they still don't see you because you whispered and you didn't break your stealth and you dodged the hit. So I would like to. So they're 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 sitting down, right? They are both standing. They're both standing. One of them is standing now. The other is still sitting. Okay. Are they sitting at like a table or? Yes, they were sitting at a small like three person table, like a nice round end table. Now they're shitting. Okay. Is there another chair I could like come over and sit in? Yeah. Okay. So I come over and I sit in the chair and I kind of wait for the other one to sit. To like calm down and sit down. He does. After okay. about a minute or two of him wandering around and looking into looking like into the shadows, he does sheath his dagger and sit back down with his friend. But he's on he's on a little heightened alert. So once once he sits down, I would then like to say, the new guild leader. She still has not shared the plan with you, huh? And they both look over at you and they like fall backwards in their chairs. Because they didn't Fucking see you either. Punks. This is amazing. And then I'm they get this. back up and they're like, where the hell did you come from? I've been here the entire time listening to all your plans. I cannot believe that I have to work with the two of you. And the one guy that was rubbing his temple says, yeah, can you believe we have to work with this numbskull? And the other guy that slashed the dagger at you, he looks at you, he looks you up and down and he says, you're not from this guild. Does it matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> You're not from this guild, nor are you from this city. It's very obvious who's from the city and who's from this guild. So do you think she would use only people from here? She would All of you she, are recognizable. She would she wanted not. to. I feel a charisma keep role it up coming. Amongst <laughs> those in the guild. Keep it in the family, you know? Mm, what do you know fair. of the plan? Yeah, what do you know? What do you know? Well, I know that in two days, we're going to be doing a heist from a money changer. But obviously, that's all you know. So that's all I'm going to tell you. And the one guy looks over at the other guy and says, do you know her? And the other guy says, no. But even if we did, the way she snuck up on us, do you think any of us would know her? And the other guy says, that's a good point. And then he looks over to the desk. The person, the the guild welcomer looks over to him and um, nods and that like in understanding like yes you belong here despite not being a proper member of the guild because you just paid 25 gold for patents of nobility <laughs> and then they're back at ease again pretty comfortable and they're like all right so do you know more of the plan have you spoken with the guild leader I know some but I also know that Plans tend to change last minute, lest loose tongues let information out. Boom. God damn, Deborah. <laughs> You're fucking killing it, it right is now. It's probably best that information that we all have is compartmentalized. 
So nobody else has the entire plan and it can get ruined? Make an Excel spreadsheet. What's your name, <laughs> sister? My name is Xion. Xion? Yes. Nice to meet you. This is Jake, the jumpy guy that slit your... He points to the other guy and says, this is Jake. Jake the, the jumper. idiot. Gotcha. And the other guy says, my name is Gerald. And Gerald the Jake gossip. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Jake the Jumper and Gerald the Gossip. Jake old. <laughs> Gerald the Gossip. Gerald? <laughs> I see. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so then you know about as much as we do, or at least all that you're willing to share with us. <sighs> yes, she, she knew she needed to bring in some experts. So she brought me in from, from out of town. You're correct. There's no need to hide that. Do you want to tell us where you're from? This would be a really lousy rogues guild hall if everybody's telling each other where they're from. Says you. We're all <laughs> trusted members of the guild. <laughs> but that's fine. You don't have to share it. We understand. See, not my kind of rogue. Yes, I'm a better rogue than you. <laughs> right. But I I am not only from out of town. I am. Oh my. <laughs> Jesus. Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but she's fucking killing it. Oh my gosh. I've had one drink. What is going on? Anyway. But it was a glass. I am not only from out of town. (laughs) I am from beyond the mist and touched by the gods. We're going to pull this off with no problem. I needed to fucking know that. Nice. Who goes around and says they're touched by the gods? Come on. Nobody. I do. Zero people. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, in real life. (laughs) Telling people all the time. (laughs) No one believes me. Well, Shion, I presume I we'll you, see Matt. you in I, two days then here back at the guild hall for the meeting with the guild leader. What I really approached you about was, since I am out of town, where where would a, play, a good place to be to stay, get a bite to eat without becoming known? The best place? Mm-hmm. Your own well, house. Probably <laughs> and be... please don't stay here because obviously you guys have loose tongues. No, we don't even serve food here in the guild Jesus. hall. Oh, thank God. So mean. Terrible. The best place would probably be the Gilded Sparrow. It's caters Good specifically name. to those in our persuasion. Thieves. <laughs> Everything's bolted down. <laughs> Have you to bring your own front, utensils. Always. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I. I don't that thieves are the only ones that'll let thieves stand in. up. <laughs> and I want to walk as if I'm going to walk to the trap door. Sure. I mean, because obviously people know about it. Oh, yeah. They all know about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've know, I know about it. But <laughs> as, I, as I'm as i walking away, kind of walking in the gloom, I want to find some place and then kind of like sidestep and then kind of Disappear hide again. into the shadows? Yeah. Did you set That's up a not t- that hard to do. Yeah, that's what I figured. Did you set up a time to meet them again? In two, two days. days. Okay. Six, six back months. Back here at the guild hall. Six months. To talk with the, to talk with the guild leader. Three years. All right, um, you are able to find a nice shadowy spot where you will blend perfectly into and disappear back into the shadows. And my goal is to kind of keep an eye on them um, to see if and when they live, like where they leave. Oh, okay. Well, after the conversation with you, Jake and Gerald are like, you know what? Food does sound good. 
Oh, yeah. Like, the sparrow? And he's like, yeah, the sparrow. So they get up and they go to leave through the front door. I wait till they go all the way through the front. So the door doors all the way closed. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to leave as well to follow them. To the front door? Yeah. Because if I take the trap, I won't know where they go. Okay. The sparrow. To the gilded sparrow. The yeah. sparrow. That's true. I also don't know where the Gilded Sparrow is. <laughs> if only there was an information desk or something in the guild hall where you could uh, get that information. It's, it's just over there. True. You are here. Okay, before I go out the front door, I stop by the front desk oh. and say, good sir. Jesus Christ. <laughs> stop that? doing that. She's just <laughs> the spookiest bitch in yes. the world. Yes, yeah, sure. I, I find myself um, famished. Where can I find the Gilded Sparrow? Oh, the sparrow. That's a good joint. So you're going to go out to the front door. You're going to take a left directly out of the door. You're going to take another left down the alleyway. And then you will follow the alleyway. Look for the rogue signs that will look like, believe it or not, um, a starburst with a sparrow underneath it or in in the middle of it. Um, And it'll lead you right to it. Thank you, my good sir. And I put another silver on the... The desk for him. And nice. And they take the silver and they put it in the money box. Sexy. What are you doing? Singing Indiana, Indiana's own Sandy Patty. What the fuck does that mean? What are those words? I leave and I take those directions. <laughs> Sweet. To the Gilded Sparrow. Fantastic. So, Josira, you are out the back door of the... Tiny Dumpling Tavern. <laughs> Love it so much. It's so and you. And you're currently in wolf form. You sent Cedric flying through the air. He has not reported anything back to you, but you have a left direction, you have a right direction, and you have another direction that goes straight through, it looks like, some more shops and into the residential district. Um, I'd like to make a perception check on smell to see if I smell anything. Oh, you want you want to see if you can smell anything? Yes. Sweet. Go ahead and roll. And I get advantage on this because I'm a wolf. Okay. And this is plus three. So you have advantage and plus three? Nice. So you might as well roll two and take the better. Yep. So, okay, that's an 11. Doesn't hurt to roll. Good job, Neith. Thir- <laughs> Good job. 13. Cool. 13? I'm working it. You really smell cool. sewage... You smell dumplings, you smell Cedric, you smell sweat, you smell blood. Um, city. Yeah, you smell what would be the back alley of a city, but nothing that seems out of place. Okay. Well, I don't see any reason to continue being a wolf then. Okay. So I just turn back into Josira. Sweet. Okay. So you said that it's left and right and straight ahead, right? Yes, left, right, and straight ahead. Okay. You were so close. You were so close. I know. I should have used heat metal on that guy who had the <laughs> who had the pot over his head. Yeah, fuse the fuse fuse the bowl to his head. Oh, Jelly's a savage. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she savage. Um. Okay, I don't like to go left. Always. All right, so you go left, and there are people out beating their rugs, hanging their laundry. There's water dripping. There's steam. There's people cooking dinner. Um, you smell different sorts of meats and breads. Mm. Uh, Cedric is flying the opposite direction. He went right. You went left. Nothing from Cedric yet. Um, 
And Jesus Christ. Unreal. <laughs> you don't see anything that's out of place. There are some kids out in the alleyway or in front of their houses playing with wooden sticks that look like swords. Like they're just playing pretend. But nothing seems out of the ordinary or odd going this direction. People's windows are open. Their doors are open. You know, there's some people crafting nets. There's some people. You can hear shouts of street vendors that have their <laughs> shops set up. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, just trying to bark and sell their wares. Um, it looks like a typical, you know, crowded alley or walkway to the residential district. Okay. Um, so I don't see anything out of the ordinary. No. Okay. And um, I'm just going to tell you that you're not going to find the bastard due to the time that you lost in the restaurant. Make an insight roll for me, please. It's hard to let that go. <clears throat> Twelve. Especially since you know that there are rogueways up around the rooftops. So you don't think you're going to find anything down here on the ground. And any chance you had of finding them has long since left. Because, again, these, these streets are narrow. They are crowded. There are a lot of dark alleys that they could have dipped into. Or... Who knows, secret passages or secret tunnels that Neith would be familiar with. Okay. Well, um, I I turn around then and I go back. Sure. Um, so, so like assuming that I'm back to where I was originally outside of the like in the alley outside of the kitchen. Sure. Um I'd like to go straight and see what's up there. Straight back into the residential district? No, I'm sorry. Actually, right to run where Cedric. Oh, was. okay. Yeah. So, all right. So you're back at the door. So you're going right. You're going the opposite direction. Right. Of the one. Yep. All right. So you head right, and the alleyway seems to open up. You're coming out of the cramped residential business district, and it's going to eventually open up to the center of the city. Like it curves around like this. And the alleyway that you're going to come out of from the back of the shops and the front of the houses will lead you to what you would see in front of you, the big, large Coliseum. And then if you're looking at the Coliseum to your right, it's going to be the mayoral estate. Um, and as you were going out towards the Coliseum, there were guild halls, back entrances to guild halls. This is why I wish I had my notebook so I could tell you exactly which guild halls were on, the, were on your side. Whichever ones you want them to be. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go in the direction of the guild halls because I'd like to visit the Druid's Guild. That on the right side? I guess it's going to be your right. Or was that across the street? Oh, it's in the air. It's floating. Hold on a second. No. I think I sent a picture in Messenger that had the map of the city. Oh, like the vagina map. Yeah. Yes. Every now and then I get a little bit. Ha Bitches. Turn around. All right, so the Druid's Guild is going to be across the street, south of the barracks. Of the bear? Barracks. It's okay. not even funny. You're not even funny. So I, cross, so I cross the street. All right, as you cross the street, the arena is behind you on your left. The barracks is directly in front of you, and there are guild halls south that are now going to be, if you're heading south, they're going to be on your left. Okay, I'm going to head left and go towards the guild halls. Sweet. You head left, go down the street, you pass the Paladin Guild Hall, 
And next to the Paladin Guild Hall is the Druid Guild Hall. You see the familiar wooden um, arches made out of trees. Um, and it says in nice, beautiful, flowing letters uh, on a sign, the Druid Guild Hall. Okay. Uh, I would like to just go walk on in. You do. With relative ease, the door opens widely, and you open the door, and inside the Druid Guild Hall, immediately to your left, there is the welcome desk with another with an elven druid standing there at the desk. You hear running water. You can actually see back on the far back wall, um, like an artificial, an artificially made waterfall, um, with natural stone. It looks like the water's just flowing down from the waterfall into a reflective pool, and you don't see the water going up, like back to the waterfall, but the waterfall is just continuously flowing. There are chirping birds um there are panting dogs there are other druids there with their familiars uh some are messing with bowstrings others are sharpening daggers um there is a very massive large grizzly bear sitting on their on their butt but upright where it looks like you've seen kung fu panda right like poe is a big fat Mm -hmm. panda bear all right, well, you see one of those sitting in the lotus position, but a big brown nice. grizzly bear. You're not oh. sure how they're doing it, but they are <laughs> doing it, uh, sitting in front of the waterfall. Um, you, you can't see their face, but just for explanation's sake, their eyes are closed. It looks like they're in deep meditation in their wild shape form, um, enjoying the guild hall. And that's that's pretty much everything you see. There's some tables. There's some chairs. There's no food or drink served here in the guild hall. Mm. Um, but just a lot of your types of people, not like elves, half elves, humans, um, halflings, um, even a couple dwarves that are just hanging out, doing druid type things. Some are practicing their spells, doing druid shit. Others nice. are, yeah. Others are um, playing with the familiars that they have summoned. Nice. Uh, it's actually, yeah, it's it's nice and serene. It's pretty quiet in here. People kind of know not to go fuck with the druids because if they do, there's a very good chance they won't live. That's right. Because, is there anywhere for Cedric to like land? Uh, like Cedric is still flying for... and scouting the city per oh. I guess Delcyra's I imagine they're like being like bird perches and stuff. I imagined trees inside mm-hmm. like there are almost trees on like the a, um, what's, what is the thing that birds stay in? What? An terrarium or something, or oh. it's oh, what the hell is the word for what that? What is um, that word? Uh, av- av- aviary? aviary, aviary, yes. I know I'm like imagining AV, a huge aver- a- aviary with like the Amazon inside of it, like biodome. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. you're not there, are you? I wish I was. We're trying to imagine it with her, but yeah, that's that's about what it's like. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm in a um, movie right I, now. I like to approach the I like to approach a welcome desk. And talk to the person at the welcome desk. Hello. Hail, sister. What brings you to the Druids Guild this evening? Hi, my name's Gosira. And as you walk closer to the desk, it's a little bit taller than you are. You're going to have to stand up on your tippy toes. <laughs> and put your hands up. And, uh, and peek over the counter. Um, okay, I do that. I stand on my tippy toes. Oh, the person at the welcome <laughs> desk sees you standing on your tippy toes and then mumbles a second. 
and waves a sign in the air and there's green tracers of flowy magic and then a stump grows up under your <laughs> nice. feet and you no longer have to stand up on your nice. tippy toes now you're now the desk is chest level with you you're a couple feet Aww. higher uh, up in the air how accommodating um, why right? I, I, hi i appreciate that you know i'm a half lane so i'm not very tall i noticed <laughs> um <laughs> hey um this is a pretty cool place and you know what i've never really been around very many druids before Oh, you've come to the right place to meet a whole bunch of them. Oh, I'm a little nervous. I'm afraid that, like, I, how do I know they're going to respect me? And, like, you know, maybe they won't take me seriously as a druid. El right. Well, there's no, like, formal test or anything, but a lot of the druids in here are pretty warm and inviting. They aren't going to discount you because of your stature. Oh, okay. Well, that's mostly what I was worried about. Oh, yeah. No, don't worry about that. I'm pretty sure the guild hall leader would have something to say about that if they were this to do that to you. This is the planet okay. fitness um, of guild hall. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Judgment free zone. Um, is there, so is the guild hall leader around? Yes, he is. He's at the head of the, he's at the back of the guild hall. I'd like to seek an audience with the guild hall, guild hall leader. Oh, just go up and talk to him. I'm sure he'll let you. Yeah. Okay. Um, what you want. Own the place. Okay, cool. That Poor was Lux easy. Kept trying, and they just kept getting ticked off. And um, could just walk right okay, up. Okay, well, if you don't mind, um, a welcome person. I'm just gonna just kind of just <laughs> explore the place and walk around, and maybe talk to the guild hall leader. And yeah, please feel free. Of, awesome. Okay, well, thank you very much, and I'll see you on my way out. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks. And I, I'd like to walk towards the guild hall leader. All right. Um, Shorty with the stud. As you. Yeah. As you turn to walk away, the welcome receptionist druid makes a hard slash through the air, and it seems like the green tracer of magic you can see again. It gets cut in half, and then the it dissipates, like a sparkly green magic that fractals and dissipates, and the stump sinks back into the wooden floor. Please. They're very ostentation about, uh, ostentatious about the use of their magic. As they should be. I like that. Me too. A little show is nice. Yeah. Plus, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna fuck with the druids? You're gonna right. do it. Let, yeah, I mean, yeah. pretty every great. single one of these druids can probably wild shape into something a lot more fierce than a bear. Why not make it cool? Yeah. Yeah. Like probably a, a lot of the guild like, halls have super cool shit like that. Like probably a T Rex. So. Probably or, <laughs> or an Alice Griffins. Yep. Or things are mythical Griffins beasts. Griffins would be amazing. Um, or a plesiosaur, that thing you kept trying to summon, <laughs> yeah. but is a sea creature okay so i'd like to i'd like, I'd like to walk okay. towards the um i'd like to walk okay. towards the guild hall leader all right you don't see anybody other than the bear fuck oh, yeah okay right that bear. Guild leader is the, bear. the yep <laughs> okay um so you say the bear is sitting in a lotus position right yes is, is there water in front of the bear by chance yeah they're sitting in front of in front of the reflecting pool that okay. has the waterfall just Fucking being you're dumb goddamn um, buddha <laughs> Um, I'd like to just go sit next to the bear. Disco sit. Okay. And then well, the bear doesn't notice you because they uh, are very deep in their meditation. Okay. Um, I'd like to cast control water <laughs> on the uh, on the waterfall. Okay. And I would like to make the water... Um, Flow up and set it down? Up, yes. <laughs> and all right. The waterfall was flowing down for a moment. The downward flow begins to slow itself, and then it's silent for a moment. Everybody looks over towards the waterfall, 
knowing that the flow has stopped and then very slowly the water reverses course and begins to flow upwards flowing back into whatever source it was coming out of and then the bear opens their eyes one of them first to look at the well, they open their left eye first to look at the waterfall they close their left eye then they open their right eye and tilt their head down to see you and then the bear recloses their eyes and i need you Hold on, I got a really cool thing here. I need you to roll a d20, and what is your spellcasting modifier? Wisdom, right? Wis- wisdom. Mm-hmm. All right, so just make a straight wisdom roll. 20. Oh, Ooh. Guild Hall leader only rolled an 18. So <laughs> you feel... Shit. Oh, they have bear a plus five. Bear. They have a plus five, so it, it's they, they got a 13 plus five is 18. Uh, so... The water stops for just a second, and you can tell that it's trying to go back down, (laughs) but your magic is just so strong that the um, water continues flowing up, and then the bear lets out uh, a loud grunt and a sigh, and they open both of their eyes, they look at you, and then they end their wild shape, and it is another halfling. Um... He standing up straight is about three and a half feet tall. And he says, well, that was impressive. That's why they're gangster at the desk. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Daddy's a halfy too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's just a spell I have. And I just always control wanted, water. Yeah. I just always wanted the opportunity to make a waterfall go up. I've never done that before. And I thought it'd be fun. Yeah. I have never had anybody try to make it go up before. And then. He turns around and he yells to the hall, how come none of you idiots ever tried to make this waterfall go up? (laughs) And then everybody looks at him and they look at you and they're like, oh, God damn it. And then they all go over to the waterfall and you can, if you would like, keep your spell going and you could have about 20 contested magic rolls (laughs) versus all of these other druids who now want to reverse the course of the waterfall. Half an hour of (laughs) contested rolls. Or uh, you can at any point just drop it and let it flow back downwards. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that was fun. But um, really, I've got some questions for you. So I just end the spell. Oh, okay. And Aww. as you end your spell, <laughs> Matt, the waterfall begins to quickly flow and rush back down and start splashing water out of the pool at the force at which this waterfall is now going back down. And then the guild hall leader, he looks at everybody else. He's like, stop it, idiots. <laughs> You're splashing water all over the place. <laughs> Jesus. And making a big old mess. And the other druids are like, oh, we're so sorry. So a lot of them send over their familiars and their animals, and they start they start licking and drinking the water up off the floor to clean it up. And they go back about their business. And then he looks at you, and he says, good evening. Hi, uh, my name's Josira. Nice to meet you, Josira. Josira Venfire, but my friends call me Joey. Oh, why don't they call you Josira? Because <laughs> oh. they're rude. <laughs> You know what? That's a good question. I'm going to ask him that. Have you ever considered turning them into toads? Well, I've considered that before, but that's not in my nature to do such things. It could be. Only to people who really deserve it. That'd be a toad? That'd be cool. You are a toad. Nailed it. Um, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'll keep that in mind next time they decide to... Get out of hand? That's right. Joey is a loving nickname. (laughs) Also, I want to say... What brings you to uh, the Druid Guild? Well, really... 
Honestly, I've never really been around many other druids before. I was just kind of curious. Oh, you've come to the right place. As you can see, this place is chock full of them. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, I, 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 I presume that you're the, the guild leader here. I am. Um, may I please have your name? Perry. Perry? Hi, Perry. Well, per- Perry Winkle. Perry oh. for short. Perry is sufficient. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, I like the name Perry. That's a cool name. Yeah, my parents thought it was <laughs> funny, and then I became a druid, and then I became the leader of this guild hall, and then people stopped thinking Perry Winkle was funny. Did you? Um, yes. Well, gosh, I honestly have so many questions. I <laughs> so have, many I presume, all of the answers. Did you kill your parents, number <laughs> one? <laughs> well, one thing I'm a little bit curious about is, I'm kind of like, so I just learned a new spell, and it's called Scrying. But in order to use it, I need to have a um I need to have like a like a mirror or like some vessel to hold water in in order to actually cast the spell that I don't actually have. And I'm, I was curious to know if you might have that or if you know somebody who might have that. A right? mirror or a vessel to hold water in? Yeah, I've got a mirror. And then Perry reaches behind himself um and rummages around in his pack for a little bit, and then he pulls out um a beautiful mirror. Um, it's oval shaped and it's gilded around the edges with um, braided silver. And he's like, will this work? Oh my God. I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, my eyes are just all wide and I'm like, oh my God. Well, it's just a mirror. Well, I'm not used to seeing fancy things like this, like a silver braided mirror. Oh yeah, that's just real silver. Whoa, okay. Works best, most conducive um, to our magics. Uh, is, That's good. is this something I could rent or purchase? I can just give it to you. <gasps> it's just a mirror. I can get a million more. Uh, okay. Um, I will gladly accept the mirror. That is really kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you like some baklava by chance? I would love. Oh some my god! Get, you'll never believe this. I've got everlasting baklava. Finally, <laughs> someone. <laughs> wow, you can want I see it? Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I, I show you the baklava. Oh, can I hold it? Please, yeah. And then Perry takes it, and then he buries his face in it. (laughs) Yes. Like, all right, so you have a bar of baklava, and Perry puts about 75% of it into his mouth and takes a huge bite and then puts his hand back and looks at it. And as he's chewing loudly, smacking, uh, enjoying the baklava, picking at his teeth a little bit, um, it begins to reform and reshape into the bar. Wow. And he's like, wow, that is impressive. Yeah. Can I have some more? Please, I, I mean, have as much Perry. as you want. Oh, and then he takes it in his hands, he breaks it in half, he gives you back your half, and then he looks at it, and it begins to grow. His half grows into full, and then yours begins to grow back to full, mm-hmm. and then he takes another bite, this time about 85% of it, <laughs> leaving like one little rectangular piece, and he just watches. And it grows back a little bit slower, but it does grow back into another bar of baklava. 100%. Yeah, 100% bar of baklava. Um, wow, you know what? I'm so honored that you accepted that. I've been yeah, trying to- Yeah, that's, that's great. Ever since I got this, I've been trying to give it to everybody. Nobody wants it. They even, can't enjoy the finer things in life. Thank you. You know, like, I think it's pretty cool. Even gods. I've offered it to gods, and they're like, eh, Which I'm ones? Good. Oh, uh- All of them. Oh, you know, just like, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know, like Hera and Athena and Ares- 
Really? All of them. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm kind of you know them? Yeah, I'm kind of friends with them. And then Perry looks at the baklava and he puts the whole thing in his mouth and he chews it and he says, mm, tell me more about <laughs> these gods. And as he's eating the entire bar of baklava, um, his cheeks begin to puff up. And then he goes, oh God. And then he spits out uh, a piece Violet, of it. You're turning violent. <laughs> and um, the, the bar begins to grow back and he's like, oh God, that would have been terrible. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have warned you. No, this is great. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, he picks it back up and he dusts it off and he puts it back in his sack and he's like, tell me about them. So do you remember... Um, so you know how the realm is restored now? Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic. So me and my friends had something to do with that. Oh, oh, wait. You're that Joe Syrah? Yep. Yep, that's me. What other Joe? Oh. Joe so Fire. Name. Oh, and then he calls the rest of the guild over. He's like, everybody, everybody. This is Josira Venfire. And everybody's like, the Josira? And I do a little curtsy at your service. And he's like, Perry says, yeah, this is the one that restored the relics that made everything back you know, more beautiful than what it was. This little halfling. <laughs> and then every, there's no halfling prejudice here because the guild leader it's, is a I, halfling and I he know. would turn into a mythical beast and destroy them. I just wanted to say halfling. You're not on it today. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> zero for they zero. All zero for like crowd ten. around you and they're like, ooh, can we touch you? Oh, let me yeah. shake your hand. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> they're really excited to see that uh, a druid had that, the druid had something. Well, not the druid. The druid of <laughs> the of, um, <laughs> that's lore, right. Um, is in their guild hall, so they're all enjoying um, seeing you, and they all want to shake your hands and get you to sign stuff. Like there's some asking for autographs, um, and a lot of animals are coming around you. They're flittering around you. Other birds are landing on your shoulders. There's like butterflies flittering around your head. Um, and there's lightning bugs that begin to dance around you and cast this beautiful golden lightning bug glow around you. It's actually really nice and really warm. And um, they're, they're starting to crowd you a lot. Like the room, it's it's getting difficult to to be comfortable and move with all of the attention that you're getting at the moment. I mean, and I'm I feeling like so honored, like very uncomfortable, a little uncomfortable about all this but also very honored at the same time <laughs> i don't know how to react to all of this i'm just like ah, and i'm like shaking people's hands and I'm like yeah that's me <laughs> and yes very much like a presidential meet and greet line you're going to be shaking everybody's hands oh. and signing a bunch of autographs yeah. and i'm like i'm not used to this and people are going to want you to like say nice things about their familiars <laughs> and like i don't know Whoa. bless them or something uh, because it's it's really <laughs> awesome that you know, the halfling druid that restored the relics of the land is, is here in their guild hall. I'm like, hey, I like your staff. That's pretty cool. Oh, and that rat you have over there. I can see that rat's eating a lot of cheese. And you are now standing outside of the cleric's guild hall waiting for your meeting with Genevieve. Sorry, you ran out of time. Uh, okay. Uh, so is, you it, have, you is it have, around seven? Uh, you probably have like an hour. Have an hour? Yeah. Um. I would love to go check on our horses if I could. Sure. Yeah, you can leave and go to the stables. Uh, I'd like to go to the stables. And um, if I could just check in with the stable master. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just uh, introduce myself. Again? 
Yeah. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I, no, not do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, go talk to the stable master. Oh, hey, hey. What can I do for you? How are the How are the horses? Pretty well taken care of. Thank you so much. Um, uh, I'm kind of waiting around here. Do you have um? Oh well, it's too bad you're meeting at <laughs> seven. Yeah, and not at nine p.m. Oh, nice. Shit. We'll just go back. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, you have a whole city ahead of you. You can do anything you want, and you went back to the stable master. I was. I had an idea, but it's not appropriate at all. No. Oh, did you want to fuck the stable master? <laughs> no. <laughs> some of the horses. <laughs> some of the horses. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. What's going on over there? No, it was more like a. Uh, I wanted to get. Um, God damn it! Some. Stop uh, it. Sorry. I know. <laughs> See if We're uh, professionals. Poseidon <sighs> felt like uh, helping me out with my horse in a in a certain way. <laughs> Too bad. Time to meet Genevieve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Role play. But I don't. There's something I can do for you. No, I just wanted to check on the horses. I had an idea. I don't think it was good. So you have a good night. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Have a great evening. Drunks. And then <clears throat> he goes back to, you know, stabling and working on the horses. Fucking the horses. Um, Can I just go to the little dumpling and hang out for a little bit? The Yeah, you or absolutely tiny can. Yeah, you You're can, not ready for your meeting? You can go back. It's, it doesn't happen till seven. So oh, okay. I got an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you can go back there. I'm mesmerized by these lights. Um, yeah, they're great. Yeah, I I I'll go back to the tiny dumpling. Um, is, uh, you know what? I'd like to cast guidance. What's guidance do? Um, Hell guidance yeah. is a cantrip, and uh, I want to pl- do it on myself. Nice. And I can make a D four on an ability check. Oh, okay. I just kind of want to see, uh, see if I can find out if there's a place where I'm supposed to be. So you want? So what to, would that be? Do you want to insight? You want to? Yes. See Could if I make the, an like, insight roll. You want to take a moment to pause and reflect and see if there's somewhere else that you need to be, like some for sort of hour. divine guidance yeah. for an hour. Yeah, you're more than welcome to make an insight roll. Okay, I want to do that. Okay. Eleven. <laughs> All right. So Jesus Christ. You don't get any otherworldly sense of anywhere else that you need to be, but you are feeling a strong pull back to the cleric's guild hall. Well, I will just um, go wait outside of the guild hall until seven. I have no interest in barging in again. Oh, okay. Despite there being other places to go in the guild hall other than directly up to the guild hall leader who's teaching a class. (laughs) Yeah, there's an entire guild hall there. You just want to hang out outside? Okay, then no, I'll, I'll, <laughs> Post I'll go Post up like Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> um, I'll go in. I'm assuming front desk like everywhere else. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's still there. And um, uh, the the welcomer says, oh, welcome back, sister. Thank you. Uh, what else? What would you recommend for a second timer here at the guild hall? Quiet meditation? or practicing your healing arts, or practicing your mace work outside, or communing with your god, something other than barging in through the front doors and demanding to see the guild hall leader. Right, right. Something other than that, yeah. There's there's plenty we, that you can do here. I mean, uh, we don't um, we don't have anything 
D-E-D. For sale? You know what? I would love to go just practice some healing spells for a minute. Um, where, where might that be? Practice your Patronus. You can go outside to some of the training dummies, or there's always the infirmary that has the sick and maimed that could always use some healing, or the barbarians always tend to need a cleric when they get back from their berserking rages. Did you see? Did you say the infirmary? Yeah, the infirmary. You know, people, you know, sick, mm-hmm. injured, maimed. This is a, a, a massive city. Somebody's always getting hurt. And what was the cleaning? What was the last thing that you said? The barbarian guild hall, the ruthless savages that live outside the city gates. Uh-huh. They always need help. None of that sounds right to me. <laughs> I just Rain don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. So, um, so you want to practice your healing magic, pr- but you no, don't want to go to the infirmary to heal the injured. I kind of want to practice some uh, malls. I, I want to practice on a couple of dummies. And oh, okay. Yeah, that would be outside to the side of the building. There, right. There's others going to be there with shields I'll be and back noses. in a little bit to speak with uh, Genevieve. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, so we'll I'm going to go do that. Uh, uh, maul the it shit out of It just occurred to me dummies. that clerics are like, I'm going to beat you up and then heal you. And then beat you up and then heal you. Yeah, that's exactly you what they can do. And then heal you. I yeah, only want to heal badass. people that matter to me. I don't really care about other people. Wow. Very cleric of you. Yeah, that's very not cleric. That's very <laughs> anti-cleric of you. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I want to send people to Hades and also have other people stay alive that can send souls to Hades. Yeah, that would be the healing portion of it. I'm already okay alive. healing my party. I don't need to practice. Are you? Recently. You might learn something new. I mean, Galsira got something cool. and Yeah, I think, though, that my... Uh, uh, I'm. I think I'm a pretty, pretty heavy tank, though. I think sure. I'd like to practice that more right now. A heavy tank. Don't put yourself down like that. <laughs> so you get outside, and there are other clerics there with um, warhammers, and they My are job. just hitting it, striking dummies. Um, some are made out of very, very thick and heavy stone, so they don't chip the and dummies. break. Yeah, the dummies. Gotcha. <laughs> no, yeah, the not people. the clerics. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, there are some that are made <laughs> out of straw, which um, aren't meant for bashing damage. It's meant for, like, slashing damage. There are some clerics of war that use weapons that aren't maces and mauls. There are some that are proficient with swords and, you know, piercing and slashing weapons. Um, and they're just out there perfecting their, uh, especially the clerics of war, are having just, it looks like a blast going at it at these dummies. Some clerics are even sparring, like full contact, because the thing about being a cleric is even sparring in full contact. If you get hurt, then, you know, your sparring partner will just heal, heal you back up. No big deal. He just said. Yeah. So uh, there's, <laughs> yeah. Um, of all of the guild balls, this is probably one of the four that have full contact sparring. So uh, there are other clerics standing around waiting their turn. There's a, a ring made out of white marble. The ring? It's like a, a ring. A, 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 like an arena type ring. Um, square. Ring. Yeah. It's made out of white marble. I didn't sleep that night. Um, the I, I mean, it was okay. Wasn't that scary? I was tripping. Oh, oh mm. fuck. Not good. <laughs> That's bad for you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you can take some swings at the uh, stone dummies or you can spar with other clerics. Um, You have about, I don't know, 45 minutes to kill. I would love to uh, go up to the ring area 
Is there <sighs> a person that looks like they're kind of putting things together? No. Um, it looks like you could just walk up to any other cleric that's outside of the outside of the the sparring um ring and ask if they want to go. Could I, I I would like to size up other clerics and see I, I would only want to do someone that is or do someone uh fight someone that is <laughs> nearly matched with myself. So there are some clerics here that are in armor pretty similar to yours. Um, some of them have two-handed weapons. Some of them have one-handed weapons. There are some that appear to have a glowing halo over their head. What color? Um, gold. Okay. Um, there's a, a whole, a whole bunch of about four different clerics here. And I would it notice like, if any of them were purple, like their skin. Yeah, or purple aura. Uh yes, you okay. would, but no, none of okay. these, none of these have the Just aura checking. that you're looking for. Yeah, um, that looks like there may be one or two that could be close or similar to your skill. Definitely not any with the um, mystical auras over their head. Those guys look like they would have very little difficulty with you, because usually a cleric doesn't get an angelical aura like that until they're much higher level. I uh, approach one of the similar looking levels to me and ask them if they're interested in a quick uh, a quick sparring match. Oh, what kind of cleric are you? I am a um, elf. And no, no, no. I, I, I can see you're an elf. Yeah. What's your realm <laughs> of influence? I am of the Forgotten Realm and I play uh, Euchre. with Tempest. I'm, I like war i like i'm a cleric of hades I'm, cleric of hades i am death oh. domain oh death domain oh death domain i was looking at all or yeah no they, was, they were sorry. asking your Thank domain you. your your realm of influence what's your domain i'm here to help yeah. death yeah. domain thanks I'm here all week Ooh. and one of them is not a cleric of war says no i have no interest but one of the other ones outside of the ring says, mm, I also have no interest in a cleric <laughs> of death. Hmm. And then one in the ring um, hears cleric of death and then looks over at you. And as he looks over at you simultaneously, a maul is coming for the side of his face. And the maul hits him in the side of the face and it does not phase him. And he looks at the guy he was just fighting with. And pushes his hand outward, and a wave of force blows that other cleric off of his feet and out of the ring. And he points his war his warhammer at you and says, "I have interest in sparring with the cleric of death." Hi, sexy time. Uh, I uh, hop in the ring. Oh, walk, don't run. Nice. Hop, I hop. Are you ready? Uh, Ooh, do if some I stretches. Piss, I'll be ready. Oh, okay. You might want to go do that then. All right, I'll be right back. Could have done that 30 minutes ago when you weren't involved in the game at all. Now it's your turn. Now you got to go pee. Killing me, Jenna. Killing me. Killing me softly with his song. Yeah, let me see yours. That's yours. Yeah, beautiful. I nicely annotated. Yeah, that's the one. Abbed. Love tabbing books. I love it. I like reading books. I like reading them too. Big fan. I don't know how to read. Neither does Jenna. It's okay. How much time does Jenna have left? Um, three minutes. <laughs> She's not going to meet the guild leader, huh? 
No. I think I remember what time we said we would meet back and where. I forgot. I thought it was at the, um, the fountain, right? I think. Yes. Outside oh, the, the fountain by mansion. the mayoral state. I'm really concerned about my lack of ability to speak. it. I think my children have sucked my brain out. Oh, don't worry. It happened doctor, to me. But... It happened to me, and so I'm fine. Says, You'll be fine. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Roll for initiative. The D20. 21. Nice. 58. You go second. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really matter on initiative, does so it? So he swings at you with his giant maul. He is wielding a maul with two hands. He's got no shield. And he goes to swing at you. Is gonna also, die. I gonna have awesome. my. Uh, Shields ready. Send you to your What's your God. AC? Uh, One. 22. Oh, he hits you. The fuck he does? No, yep. he hits you. Yep. God damn. Okay. He's a level 30. He's got a plus 50 to and hit. And he, as he hits you, he calls upon his God, and he hits you with a divine strike for 48 damage. 48 damage. 4d8. Sounds like I get to 48 see Hades damage. today. 19 damage. And then he laughs because he landed a pretty good hit. How much did he do? 19. Mm. 48 would be better. 48 would be better. But no, 4d8. A couple of them rolled low. Do you hit him back? Or? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm. When I said I was ready, obviously I was still being myself. Okay. His channel divinity gives him plus 10 to hit. <laughs> He's a clerical war. They're so BA. And send her back to Hades today. Hades gonna be like, "What up, dummy? Hey, missed you. Fucking get your ass kicked by someone way out of your league." But it's good to practice, right? No. Okay. Who am I? You're here, and the only reality we're forced to be in. Okay. Um, I want to be my channel divinity. So I want to hit him uh with a maul. With my maul, which means I get to deal an extra uh, necro damage. Can you like lift that thing up or something? Like the microphone? Yeah, or yes. or the board so that you're talking into the microphone while reading it. Oh, okay. Either one works for me personally. As long as it's, <laughs> it's in the audible. Yeah. Uh, I want to hit him across the face with my maul. Sure. And also channel divinity. Uh, during it, so that means I get to deal an extra... Well, let's see if I hit first, I guess, right? Yeah, with your channel divinity and divine strike to do all that extra necrotic damage. It sounded... <laughs> the. It's only good if you hit, right? <laughs> yes. You do need to hit first. <sighs> 15. Oh, no, you miss. <laughs> you miss so hard. And as you go to swing your maul, he is shocked at first at the ease at which you swung this maul with one hand and you Ooh, still have well. your shield. Um, it it kind of sends him aback a little bit. But as you are swinging and miss, he uses your momentum against you and he goes to trip you to make you fall on your face. Ooh, and he hits with a 26, 16 plus 10. He definitely does. All right, so you get tripped. And as you're going face first, he takes his extra attack to bring his maul square on your back as you were falling face first into the ground. Does a Wait, 28 hit? Was it a warhammer or No, a he's maul? got a maul. He's got a maul. I thought it was a warhammer. No, he's got a maul. Not that it matters. Two-handed maul. Uh, yeah, yeah, 28 hits. All right, so he's going to do another four 
D8. That's <laughs> 8, 10, 16. This is fun for me. 21 damage. And you are now laying prone on the ground in front of him with uh, his foot on your back and his the, his maul. He's holding it with the head down on your back and he's holding it by one by the handle. And he says, well, if that's all clerics or cleric of deaths are good for, then this was a nice little exercise. And then he steps off of you and he offers you a hand to help you back up. I take it. <laughs> all right. And he helps you back up. And as he helps you up, um, you feel incredibly warm, like uh, he's healing you as he's picking you back up and he, he heals you back to full. Gangster. And he says, had you hit me, I imagine this probably would have gone a lot differently. Nope. Are hey, you here to see Genevieve? I am. I am here to Maybe see Genevieve. Maybe ask her if she can help you with your balance. Thank you. But that is a very nice maul that you can wield with one hand. Yeah, I. Uh, it's very special to me. I can tell. Good job. Good job. Hey, do you mind? Uh, what's your name? My name? Yeah, uh, if you what, don't mind. What name did I give him? Look at me. I'm drunk. I gave him a really, really cool name. Jeffrey. You can tell me later. With a G. I don't mind. No, I think I think his name was Theobald. Yeah. Jennifer Theobald. with a G. Yeah. I'm Theobald. Hey. I am the Yow. ranking cleric of war here at the Guildhall. Uh, well, I, I think I have a lot that I could learn from you. And uh, thanks for the little knockout. Yeah. That was, that was fun. It's an absolute pleasure. What time is your meeting with Genevieve? Seven o'clock. Oh, so in about half an hour? Yeah, about half an hour now. Thank you. Oh, man. All right. Well, it was a pleasure. What was your name? Uh, my name is Lux Bellator. Lux Bellator? Like the Lux Bellator? Yeah. Yeah. That the, restored the relics? Yeah. Well, I helped restore the relics. Well, not really. I was there. Did you <laughs> did you tell the Guildhall greeter that your name was Lux Bellator and that you wanted to meet with Genevieve? Uh, yes, and then, uh, but I barged in first like an idiot. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But did you tell him that you were Lux Bellator, restorer of the relics, and you wished an audience with Genevieve? I'm almost positive that I actually did that. Okay. You didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's why they call me Lux. You should probably go in and tell him that. Okay. They, All right. they could probably move your meeting up to whenever the hell you want. I don't want to interrupt, though. I'm trying to be less rude. She would she would make time for, for you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for the advice, too. Yep. Have a great evening. Yeah. Come back care. when you're ready for more. You got it, man. It'd be nice to learn from you. So you and... Electo are still flipping gold coins yeah. at the waitstaff. <laughs> um, she says, well, this is a ton of fun. It is, but we should probably cut it out soon. Oh, are they going to get to keep that or is that ours? No, oh, they can keep it, right? I mean, you good? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, I, yeah. I have yeah. no want for any of this money whatsoever. Yeah, yeah they keep it. That's, that's, we had some fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, she gets up and she looks like she's ready to leave. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. so we... Do we pay? We paid. We assume we paid. Uh, you more than paid with all the gold on the floor. Okay, yeah, they don't we're even. Good. They don't even approach you asking for any money. Okay, I said thanks. We'll be back later. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we'll see you uh, here in about an hour and uh, fifteen minutes. Yep. Hey, real quick, which way to the to the monk guild? Um, they're actually the f one of the first guild halls as you come into the city. 
Uh, you'll go out, uh, go Jesus. back down to the main street, and hang a left. Okay. So uh, my memory of the map was correct. Sure. Why not? Yeah. We'll just we'll just go for that for now. Hey, Lecto, you mind if we stop by the the Monk uh, Hall real quick? Oh, it is the very first Guild Hall as you come into the city. No, that's perfectly fine. All right, let's let's hop over there real quick. We'll we'll have a chat, and then then maybe we can go by the Fighters Guild for you know see what's happening there oh, for a absolutely. minute. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, as you and Electo are leaving, um, the half work guard is standing there to say bye to you, and she like kind of like f- like flinches at him, like flexes at him, and he steps back for a second, like he did not <laughs> expect this little farm girl to like walk up on him and like flex. Ari chuckles. And uh, he chuckles too and shakes his head and he couldn't believe that this little girl scared him. Um, and he says, have a great night. We'll see you here in a little bit. We'll be back. Thanks. So we boogie. We, we walk about 30 hours to the monk hall. It takes less than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, do I see people like uh, practicing outside? Yeah, you see a lot of them uh, practicing their katas. Um like Tai Chi kind of stuff. Uh, you see some of them uh, hard striking, wooden striking dummies. You see some training with weapons. Um, you see a couple going in and out of the shadows, like they step in for a second and disappear, and they come back out, and you can see them. Um, you are super familiar with what they are practicing, you being a practitioner of it. Um, but they all look like they're pretty intent and in the zone with their training, as monks often are. You can see some of them as they're going through their Tai Chi Katas. Um, you can see the trace of key around their fist and their bodies. It looks like what it would look like to you if you were, you were to key empower a strike. Nice. Um, none of this is unfamiliar to you. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, it actually looks like of all of the monks out here outside, maybe only one or two of them would prevent or provide any sort of challenge to you. Sure, sure. Um, none of them would ever be a challenge for Electo. Of course, yeah. Yeah, um, m- maybe one or two, and that's that's being generous. You think maybe one of the other way the Shadow Monks might give you the slip? They wouldn't beat you in a fight, but uh, they would run away from you pretty comfortably. Okay, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave these guys to the to guys and gals, I assume, to their to their whatever they're doing. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're training. They're into it. I'm not gonna interrupt them, so I'm just yeah, gonna walk they're, in. Uh, they're in. Remember when you were in that um, Zen-like trance when you were fishing in the forest? Yeah, that's that's what they appear to be. And if you were to interrupt them, they'd probably be less than happy about it. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, I know that, so I'm yeah. like, this is cool. So I just I'm just gonna go with Electo, and we're gonna walk into the to the monk hall. All right, you walk into the monk hall. There is no greeting desk. However, there is one monk um, in a long robe, shaved head. Um, <laughs> Classic. The, yeah. Uh, they have their arms folded in front of them in their sleeves, and they bow to you as you enter. Uh, you hear beautiful chime and cymbal music being played. At the very back end of the guild hall, you see one very massive bell. Um, imagine like the the bells that you would see in like the Tibetan monk shrine, something yeah. like that. The big massive crack down the side of it. Um, it's gilded at the bottom with iron rivets. Uh, it's still a very nice big bell. It's just cracked. Um, you hear chanting. You hear humming. You see a lot of them in the lotus position uh, meditating. And um, the greeter says, welcome to the Monk's Guild. How can I help you? Hail, friend. Uh, my name is Ari Futan. This is uh, Lecto. Uh, we'd, we'd love to talk to the, the guild leader here. Oh, you're speaking with me. Oh, excellent. Sorry. Uh, obviously, we're not from here. so No, that's uh, perfectly okay, but we all know who you are. Excellent. 
that should make this easy. Then. <laughs> How can we be of service to you? Well, uh, I'm in this town with my friends, uh, comrades, as it were, and uh, we are we're going to participate in the tournament in a few days just for giggles. Oh, we would all here at the Monks Guild certainly hope so. Yes, no, it's going to be great. But in the meantime, we are uh, looking for someone. And I thought maybe I would come by to see if you knew anything um, or if you'd heard anything that might help us out. Um, we are looking for uh, this uh, terrible creature that's been uh, kidnapping people, killing people in the... The Butcher of Aspasia? Yes, that oh, one. Oh, we have also been looking for them. Do you have um, any leads? At least not yet. Okay. And I have been going out nightly, myself personally, on patrol looking for the Butcher. But so far, their way of the shadows rivals even mine. Excellent, excellent. I'm also well. I'm also way of the shadow, of course. You probably you may know that. Uh, uh, no, I had. Oh well, no inkling. I'm also way of the shadow. Um, oh, yeah. So, how advanced are you in your techniques? What do you mean, like what level am I? Yeah, level eleven. So can, you have the ability to step through and hide in the shadows. Yes, I can become invisible, cloak of shadows, and shadow step. I do those. Oh. And you're very good at making everyone disappear? Yes. Oh, fantastic. I sell at that. Um, okay, so um, you know, um, we're here. We're we're gonna we're also gonna search for this guy. We I think, you know, between you and me, uh, since we're both way of the shadow comrades here, uh I personally believe that it's a, you know, I I don't know that they're a way of the shadow type. I believe they're more roguish it sounds like, from what we've gathered. Uh, they are certainly not a monk. No. I can tell you that. Yes. Um, we also believe that they are a rogue. We've lost their trace often going towards the rogue's guild or up on the rooftops that we just can't seem to keep up with them. Okay. Well, just so you know, we're here also um, helping out We're going out, out this evening search. at midnight if you'd like to join us. I might. I might. We might be out at that time. So if you see us, you know, it's cool. We're also doing what if you're I doing. If I see you, then you're not doing a very good job. Right. So, But I'm just saying, if you see us, if we happen to be in combat with, you know, whatever, feel no. free to join in. But also, don't fight us, my friends. Oh, no, no, no. We, I have You'll know no intention of fighting you. Um, I just assume, since you're way of the shadow, that you do best from stealth. Yes. Yes. And also, yeah. Well, then friends, we may run into each other this evening. We Depending might. on what shadows you jump into. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We might bump into each other. Yeah. So apologies in advance. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. No, of course. Whoops. The shadow is taken. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the board game Sorry of Shadows. You guys jump into the same shadow and you get sent back to start, which for you was the boar's head. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll be on our way. We're going to go and check out the Fighters sure. Guild. If there's anything else you need of us, please do not hesitate to ask. Um, we would love to do what we can for the hero of Harmonia. Excellent. Uh, real quick, which way is the Fighters Guild? The Fighters Guild from here is across the street and uh, up next to the Wizards Guild. It's like diagonal across the street. Okay. So we'll, um, Electo and I will we'll go that way. Sure. And okay. Electo bows reverently to the guild leader oh. of the the monk um i see her do that and i turn back around and bow as well <laughs> and then the the guild hall leader bows to you and as the guild hall leader bows deeply to you the rest of the monks turn around to face you and do the exact same thing oh nice the, the entire monk guild hall bows to you awesome i i nudge elect and go thanks <laughs> yep and then she turns to leave we leave all right 
So, going to go across the street to the Fighters Guild? Yes. Oh, Electo's all about it. Yeah. It'll be fun. She's like, Master P, she bout it, bout it. I'm an enabler. <laughs> so, what are, what are we going to do at the Fighters Guild? Oh, I just thought you might like to check it out, or you were interested in maybe sparring with some people. Oh, absolutely. I thought it could be fun. Oh, be a sure. Fun time while we, you, we're killing some time until we got to go back and get some more information. Do, do so. you want to help? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, let's have some fun. All right. So she goes straight across the street, um, goes right up to the guild hall, the fighters guild hall door and kicks it wide open, <laughs> kicks it in. And as she kicks it in, she kicks it off its hinges. Um, she's she's still in her human looking form, but that doesn't hinder her strength or her powers. Yep. Um, and she walks in and you hear from the, Hey, that was our door. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it can't have been the first time. It really isn't. Not, not <laughs> the fighters, multiple yeah. fighters have kicked this door in. Um, that's not that fortified because I have to fix a yeah, lot. They but... probably loosen the hinges. <laughs> just a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Electo's in. It's just a Western there door. There are four or five back fighters, um, standing there inside um, that turn to see who kicked their damn door in. And then the greeter of the Fighters Guild is like, what the hell can we do for you? <laughs> oh, we're just here, you know. Uh, my my friend Electo here is a fighter, and so she thought she, we'd, we'd come check out the Fighters Guild, you know, see what you guys had to offer here in Aspasia. I'm Ari Futan. Um, Wait, that Ari Futan? Yes, that one. The hero of Harmonia? Uh, sure, you can call me a hero, but I, I did some stuff, but yeah, I'll say. I had some fun. So your f- little girlfriend here wanted to come to the Fighters Guild and check it out. She's a fighter? Yeah, she's a fighter. She's a I badass. Like maybe <laughs> I should have given my real name at this yeah. point. And they look her up and down you like this. You part of the Aspasia. There's no way she's a fighter. And she's yeah. like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Not only am I a fighter, but I'll take all five of you right now. Your little girlfriend. And idiot. the five... Fighters that had looked to see who kicked in the door, they were like, "Oh fuck you, bet!" <laughs> and they're like, "We got a we got a ring outside. You want to take it there?" And she's like, "Oh, I want to take it there." And then after you five, I'm coming after your guild leader. And then the guild leader is, you don't see them. Um, nobody looks in any run direction, but there's been oh, an obvious job. challenge to the guild leader. And they're like, "Yeah, you can make it through us five first. And they're like, "Fuck you!" And fuck you, Ari. All right. And they're like, Whoa. well, maybe not you, <laughs> but definitely you. What was your name? My name's Electo, and I have come to bring vengeance down upon all of you. I'm like, all right, we'll see. So they yeah, you will, bitch. walk oh, right by you and her. And as they walk by, you know how dickheads in high school would like run into your shoulder? Yeah. They do that to, to Electo, like all five of them, <laughs> um, like- yeah, give her some shoulder shoves on their way out. And Electo, like, brushes her shoulder off. Like, Jay-Z, if you're feeling like a pimp, go ahead and dust your shoulders off. And then she turns around to go out the door. And the fighter guild um, greeter, he's like, are are you really going to let those five go at her like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what's coming. And she'll be okay. Oh, she's a storm. If she survives... Tell her to come back. We may have a job for you guys. Oh, man. No, this won't take long. You can't afford her. (laughs) All right. Well, best of luck. Um, The guild leader is back in their office. I'm sure they'll be watching from their window. 
Uh, best of luck, and you know, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and um, you walk out. Yep, going around the side of the building. Um, Electo is standing there in their little makeshift fighter's pit. It's made out of dirt. There's like sandbag circles that have formed, and there's like um rope. Um, that goes around kind of like a wrestling ring. You know how they yep. have those. It's just made out of regular rope um, with post and uh, Electo standing in the middle with the five fighters around her. And she looks back at you and she says, should I fight them like this or should I let them see what I really look like? <laughs> um, I mean, maybe, maybe stay like this. Think you could take them like this? Oh, yeah. 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 Just stay like this. Okay. They don't need to see your glory. All right. And the ding, other five ding, are ding, like, ding. we're going to fuck you up, little farm girl. And then- um, Should I help or are you good? Oh, you're more than welcome no, to if you would like. take bets, bitch. I jump in. I'm going to help. Yeah. Take so bets. the two of you get into the ring? Yep. All right. Um, There's a light that flicks on. Or there's not a light. I'm sorry. They don't have light switches. There was a-, a uh, Goddamn. Torch? Torch. Thank you. Fuck. Thank you so much. <laughs> Got There's it. a torch that lights up in the window behind you. Um, if you look back, you can see uh, the silhouette of what looks like an elven woman um, looking out the window with her arms across her chest um, and Beautiful. just staring. And then simultaneously, uh, five fighters uh, attack you and Electo, and you'll need to roll for uh, initiative. Oh, Jesus, these are not good rolls. Two, four, five. Oh, there's a 16 and a 15. This isn't going to take very long. Oh, I need to roll. 16. All right, Electo got a 20. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> that was initiative, though, right? That was initiative. Yeah. Um. So, Electo goes first. You are tied, actually. What's your dex modifier? Four. Oh, they're fighters. They're strength-based. So, uh, you would go second, followed by the five fighters. So... Electo pulls out her whip with a flourish. So hot. And as she pulls out her whip, she um, spins it in the air and cracks it. And simultaneously, as the whip cracks, um, fire extends from the tip of the whip all the way to the handle and engulfs actually her hand. Talk about fury. So her hand is engulfed in fire with the length of the whip. And um, it seems to writhe and swerve around her like on its own like a fiery serpent that's now circling her body and she makes one big large sweeping uh, strike across to hit one of the fighters all in the wrist it is all in the wrist oh god i tell i tell her to try not to kill them oh good she's going to hold back her punch because she <laughs> yeah, just rolled an 18 and she crits on an 18 now. <laughs> because she has superior critical, she rolled an 18, so she crits, so that's uh, 4d8 plus 16. 48! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and because she pulls her punch, um, one of the fighters drops immediately, and his leather armor is on fire, <laughs> and he begins to scream um, as he is burning in his leather armor. The fire that's actually on him is not orange like the fire of her whip. Uh, it's more like um, like a bluish, dark purple flame. 
kind of like the fire that's not dissimilar to what you saw in the underworld. Like this is like hellfire. Um, not something that's easily going to be put out with water. That dude's done for. And oh, yeah, so yeah. he is um, screaming and trying to roll to put the fire out and stripping himself out of his armor. Uh, that was her first attack. Um, she has one, two, three more that would do uh, similar to two of them. Um, the only reason the third one doesn't get hit is because he pushes his buddy in front of him. <laughs> because he wants nothing to do with this writhing, flaming whip that lights people on Hellfire. And he runs out of the ring, and it's your turn. I, I So there are two left. <laughs> okay. One so. running away, two on the ground screaming in fire, and then two more <laughs> that um, are still look like they're ready to, to go to blows. They, they've wanted to sack up them because fuck this farm girl and her and her dragon boyfriend. All right. Fucking fuck the patriarchy, right? I send I send dragon's breath at, at one of them. Oh, then. fantastic. Open up with some dragon's breath. Sweet. Mm. Um as you do that, Electo's whip wraps around your neck and your head. Um Oh my god. It's not choking you, but you can go ahead with your fire breath, your dragon's breath. It's a uh. it's a save. Oh, that's right. It's a what what save? Dex save. Oh, Jesus Christ. These are fighters. They're not dex proficient. There's a six, and there's a three. Nope. Okay, so your fire breath um, is not the normal fire breath. It's actually the blue-purplish hellfire. Mm. Um, It's kind of empowered by Electo's will and and, um, what's your weapon called? Vengeance Lash. Should I hold back? You probably should hold back. Okay, I'm going to hold back. All right, so you're you're going to pull your punch? Okay, that's good. You don't have to roll. Okay. Okay. um, Yeah. So you breathe a large column of this hellfire at these guys because it's a big, wide cone. With Electo's whip around his neck? Yeah. um, Oh, my God. (laughs) It, it looks like you're kind of her pet dragon at the moment. Oh, yeah, I'm into that. And, uh, Son of a bitch! Not only do you hit the two guys that were coming at you, but you hit the other two that are still rolling around <laughs> on the ground. Oh, uh, not the one that's running. Uh, no, the one Is that's there running. An arc or anything? No, that the one that's running barely misses the sand. She feels the heat, but he doesn't get burnt. But uh, there's char on the back of his metal armor. So he's warm inside, but he's not on fire. And the <laughs> the ropes warm inside, but he's not on fire. The ropes where your fire breath hit and the sandbags are also that blue fire looking hellfire. Um, as the ropes just slowly burn. Because it's hellfire, not only do the ropes that you lit on fire, but the fire goes all the way around the ring and down the columns and around the sandbags. So you and Electo are standing in this ring of blue purplish hellfire. Yeah. I say, I say, I'm that Ari Futan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you now have four fighters screaming <laughs> as they are beginning to burn and their clothes are on fire. And then Electo says, should we let them burn or should we put them out? We should put them out if we can. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So I think they've tasted what we've got. All right. So she pulls her whip back. It unwraps from around your neck the fire dissipates from the whip she puts it back on her hip and then she goes to the four fighters that are still screaming um they are now probably second third degree burnt on exposed <laughs> flesh we need lux <laughs> and um Rock she em. waves her hand over them and the fire goes out 
um, on all four of them. The fire on the ring is still burning because she likes the way that looks. It's a pretty it cool effect. Pretty great, yeah. And um, she. There were spectators, right? The guild Other hall leader. fighters, no. right? No. Oh, just the guild the leader. The guild hall leader. Okay. Um, and she says, we should probably get these guys a healer. Yeah, they should. They're going to need it. Healer. Any healers around? Uh, let's see. Where are you? What's the nearest guild? Oh, I think the paladins are directly across the street. The paladins are directly across the street. So um, the two Bahamut paladins recognize your voice and they come run over. They think something has happened to you. So they say, Ari, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm great. But these guys are almost dead and Laid we would not like them to die. Can you maybe heal them for us? And they look at you and they look at Electo and they look at the four fighters and they say, by Bahamut, what did you do to them? <laughs> you know, they they didn't think uh, Electo here could hold her own, you know, weight. And uh, so they challenged her to a fight. Wait, she did this? Most of it, yeah. And they look at her and they avert their gaze and they go to the four badly burnt and writhing in pain fighters to perform some healing. Um, they will get healed back to full. I mean, because they have lay on hands. It's relatively easy for them. They won't heal the scars. They'll have those <laughs> They'll have those burns for the rest of their life. Um, and thank God they're in plate mail because that ring is still burning. Um, some cloth is actually on fire. Electo, she puts her two fingers in front of her mouth and she blows to blow the fire out so they don't burn. Oh, that's hot. Uh, because she knows who the paladins of Bahamut are. She remembers Pan. Um, and they, they heal them back up and uh, the torch that was in the window behind you goes out um, and it's just you two standing in a burning ring of blue purple hellfire. A victory. And that'll do us this evening for this episode of Some, Some Play. Play. Go ahead and listen next week as the party continues their pursuit of the bastard butcher of Aspasia. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 I knew that would be fun. Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Jenna is at Jenna Toll. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.